Some exciting news for Lockdown Cardinals. Plus, we take a look at today's headlines. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to June 14th, 2019. It is a Friday. Moose Michaels with you. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe to Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. It really is that easy. All right, so uh, before we get down to everything, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some comments Michael Wanka made about his uh, contract situation. Uh, Ryan Helsley will be featured in our three big things coming up in just a moment, and we take a look at the game today which is still isn't over, which is kind of, well, it's crazy to me that you're going to stop a game in the ninth inning. I'm just saying. But anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, Don't forget, this show brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friends trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that get rewarded. Uh, Be sure to check us out on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app as well. It's free, super easy to use. They got all kinds of great features like curated playlists made just for you, theme collections of shows to help you find a new show that we know that you're absolutely going to love. So be sure to check that out as well. All right, so let's go. Three big things. Number one. All right, Ryan Helsley gets some uh, best case news. Is on the 10 day injured list, uh, but he's not expected to be down for long. Uh, he's going to get some anti inflammatory uh, treatments, and if he does well with that, he's going to be able to play catch at the 10 day mark. If it doesn't work out so well, he'll need an injection, but it doesn't sound like the trip to the injured list is going to be too long. Genesis Cabrera coming up while uh, Helsley's out. Why? I don't know. Number two. Michael Wanka uh, made some comments about his contract situation, saying that the Cardinals have not engaged either him nor his agent in regards to an extension. He's just there to play the game every day. I mean, what are you going to say if you're really a player? Are you going to say, yeah, you know what? I don't want anything to do with this. This sucks. It sucks. I want to be a Cardinal for life. I mean, but if you do say something, do you seem disingenuous? I don't know. And uh, finally, Cardinals uh, and Mets suspended in the ninth inning. Mm, I know, right? Tied up 4-4. Some some timely, timely uh, hitting by the Cardinals. And uh, Harrison Bader, you know, his little homecoming, really kind of uh, bringing things in when uh, helping to tie up the game in the ninth. Uh, the offense, though, not not too bad tonight. It's not so much the offense fault. Carpenter DeYoung, Ozuna, Molina, all get on the hit train. Bader, again, in his homecoming, three for four on the night. And uh, no walks in there. The Cardinals not walking at all except for Ozuna. Goldschmidt going over for four. And uh, as far as the pitching goes, Flaherty, it, it, it was kind of a mixed bag. And when this kind of thing happens, I'm not sure what else to do except 
to say that he's looking like a solid number two, number three guy in a rotation. Five and a third innings, four runs on six hits, two walks, eight strikeouts. And he gave up one home run. Uh, Gallegos and Miller so far, uh, well, not so far. They've they've done really well uh, in their uh, appearances there. The bullpen for the Cardinals has not really ever been a weakness. Miller kind of uh, had his issues, and so did Gallegos, but at least uh, in this game, they appeared to have worked them out. So the question is, uh, how will this game end? It's the bottom of the ninth. No outs. <laughs> I mean, you can't finish the bottom of the ninth. Something about, I mean, I, I, I know that the home team needs to have their chance to uh, break the tie, but I would just finish it. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But it, it just seems silly to, to spend it with three outs left in the game. Possibly. Well, I well, you know, I guess since it's tied, it's not more than three outs left in the game, is it? So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Hopefully the Cardinals uh, can come back. The uh, game's going to resume, I believe, a little bit after 4 o'clock uh, later on this afternoon before they pick up with game number two and Daniel Ponce de Leon taking up that start um, with, uh, uh, was it Wayno's start? Yeah, picking up where Wayno would be in there in the, in the rotation. So what do you feel about the Cardinals right now? Do you have any idea? Does it feel like they're going somewhere? Does it feel like they're not? Or when you watch this team, do you just see a lot of glaring holes and you think to yourself, you know, it really would be nice if they had X or whatever, you know, the case might be. Seems like every time it, it, it's, it's like a, it's like one of those cartoon ships. Whenever they plug a hole, a new one pops open. Yeah, they got their middle of the order bad. Paul Goldschmidt. What happens next? The rotation falls apart. So they go out and let's just say they get a starter. Okay. Well, then all of a sudden they're going to need more bullpen help. Something along those lines. That's what it feels like to me. This Cardinals team, is they're not a bad team. I mean, when they actually play the game the way that we all know they can play the game, it ends up being pretty fun to watch. But on the other hand, a lot of the time, they don't ever play the game the way we think they should. Sloppy defense a lot of times, a silent offense. The pitching can just... The pitching is stomach-churning at times. And you take a look at this uh, at the rotation as, as it's currently constructed. And take out Daniel Ponce de Leon and take out Genesis Cabrera. Let's just take a look at those starting five guys that you had with Miles Michaelis, Jack Flaherty, Dakota Hudson, Adam Wainwright, and Michael Watka. Of those five names, Adam Wainwright probably has, well, he does have the most cred. After that, Michaelis because of his standout season last year. But going into this season, didn't we all take a look at that rotation and say, eh, it's probably not smart to try to expect too much because it's probably going to go downhill fast. And it has. Uh, it seems like we're talking about it a lot, but we will be discussing the rotation uh, coming up in our next segment. Be sure to listen to us on the brand new Himalaya podcast app, by the way. 
It's available in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. And when you're there, be sure to uh, follow Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast as well. Uh, curated playlist. They also got theme collections. So maybe, you know, after you get done listening to us, you're like, ah, I'm in the mood for something a little funny. Or maybe you're more to true crime. They've got everything put together and they can tell you exactly where you need to go and what you need to listen to to find your next favorite show. It really is that easy. And then when you find your new favorite show, you can make a playlist of your favorite episodes and say, hey, man, I made you a sampler of some of the best podcasts out there. And you can send it to them on social media. You can send it to them via messages, and they can access it too. Himalaya is the way to go when it comes to listening to podcasts, sharing podcasts, and even interacting with podcasts because, yeah, you can even comment on individual episodes. How about that? Check it out today, the brand new Himalaya podcasting app again in the Google apps or the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. And uh, once you're there, be sure to follow Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, because we love it when you do that. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every single day. Real quick, meant to have this in the uh, big three things, but that's why it's called the big three things and not the big four things. Cardinals and second rounder Trajan Fletcher, they've agreed to a deal. And uh, he was a verbal commitment to Vandy, which that would have been kind of cool because I got to see him play there too. I, I live uh, right around Nashville. He's the highest selected player out of high school from the state of Maine. He went 58th overall, 6'2", 190 pounds. And, uh, well, he's a, he's a standout kind of guy. I, I Of all the draft picks, I mean, Zach Tom, Thompson is kind of exciting because of what he did at UK. But this Trajan Fletcher kid, I, I don't know. I like the looks of him a lot. Look at me sounding like a scout, not using analytics. Uh, he is a 2019 USA Today All-USA High School Baseball selection. He batted 456, three home runs, 17 solo bases, and 16 games this season during his senior year. Cardinals also uh, announced they've agreed to terms with Tony Lacey uh, from the third round, 96th overall from the University of Georgia. Uh, he's a right-handed pitcher. Catcher Pedro Pages, who they got in the sixth round. Catcher Aaron Antonini in the 18th round from uh, MTSU, Middle Tennessee State University. That's pretty cool. And uh, right-handed pitcher Adrian Marduño. He was a 20th round pick out of San Diego State University and also right-handed pitcher Tyler Peck, their 28th round pick. 
So that's seven of their top 10 selections from the uh, draft and 11 of their top 20. So that's, uh, that's pretty good stuff. Some uh, good things going on there. All right, so one thing I want to ask everybody about right now, the rotation, we all know that it's not so much shambles. I don't want to say shambles, but let's face it. It needs some work. This is like when you see a classic car going down the road and it's not been well-maintained. It's still got the look of that classic car. Occasionally, it may sound like the classic car that it's supposed to be. But it's not it. Not really. And unfortunately, the only way to do this, to make the car sound the way it did, is to upgrade it. And when you take a look at the rotation and where you can upgrade and what you would need to do to do that, that's where some hard choices come in. You know, I don't think anybody would be sad to see Michael Watt could go. I don't mean that personally. He seems like a great guy. You know, and he's brought a lot of excitement to St. Louis at various points throughout his career here. However, he is not the pitcher that the Cardinals need. In fact, he's the opposite of that. I'd say that if they had, that the Cardinals had to paint the picture of a pitcher, say that three times fast, of the kind of pitcher they do not need, it would, it, they would just say, hey, Michael Wand could go take a selfie. Now, are they going to be able to trade him? probably not. Not unless they just agree to eat the salary or, or whatever the case might be. So you got that. You're not going to trade Jack Flaherty too much upside. Same thing with Dakota Hudson. Uh, you just signed Miles Michaelis to a big extension, so you're not going to cut bait on him just yet. So we've taken care of Wonka. We've taken care of Michaelis. We've taken care of Flaherty and Hudson. Who's that leave? Mr. Adam Wainwright. And it's something I've always been curious about. Do you think, do you think Wayno, do you think that he would give his career a shot in another uniform? Because I don't feel like the Cardinals are likely to resign him to another uh, deal, one year or not. I know he had a vesting option, I think. Didn't he? Something to that effect. But either way, I don't foresee him being in a Cardinals uniform in 2020. And if that's the case, then it's been a very successful career for him. Now, maybe not as successful as some might would have liked. I think injuries probably cost him quite a bit uh, over the course of his career and continue to do so, unfortunately. But what's that mean for Wayne in the long term? Let's just say the Cardinals don't resign him. Let's just say, okay, we're not going to, you know, we got too many young guys coming up and we need you to be okay with not being in the rotation, or we need you to be okay with kind of stepping into a different kind of a role. Maybe an opener. I don't know. I don't know if the Cardinals would ever do something like that. Would Wayno take that? Or would Wayno say, okay, listen, it's it's been a fun ride. It's been a long ride. It's time for me to hang it up. Or would he say, okay, thank you for your services. I'll see what I can get out there. Because a guy like Wainwright's got name recognition. Uh, he would bring some excitement. To a lot of small market teams, I would imagine that we're, they'd be looking for a serviceable guy to step into the rotation while some of the young dudes are getting ready for to come up to the majors. You see that thing all the time. For me, I think it would be a very painful thing to watch Adam Wainwright in a, another uniform, with the exception of possibly the Braves, since that's where he was drafted, and George is where he's from. 
but I don't know that I could stomach seeing Wainwright in, say, a red uniform or a pirate uniform or, God forbid, a Cubs uniform. I feel like I have to dis- disown John Jay all the time. I feel like someone should probably, like, disinfect him because of that. I think, ultimately, Wainwright would likely hang it up at the end of the year if his performance isn't where he thought it should be. 37 years old. He's had a stellar career, right? Came up with the Cardinals in 2006. Started out as a closer. I won't ever forget him just, just, I mean, destroying the knees of Carlos Beltran. That big, nasty curve goes in there, and boom. That's it. You know, 2007, 2008, moved to the rotation, and I have a very vivid memory. It was a video of some kind where it showed uh, Carpenter throwing his circle change and then Wainwright doing it too, and they looked like mirror images of each other. You know, and that was that was probably one of the biggest things that as fans we missed out on uh, with the Cardinals is that whenever Waino was healthy, Carpenter typically wasn't and vice versa. Because if we had had a healthy Carpenter and a healthy Wainwright at the top of that rotation in the late 2000s, early 2010s, yeah. Oh man. I don't even I don't even know I don't even know how we wouldn't have had more World Series than we had. Uh it it is it's been a great ride for Wayno. And I'm not calling for his retirement. If he wants to keep pitching, that's his prerogative. But I don't know that he has a future with the Cardinals moving forward. That's my uh that's my biggest thing. And that makes me and it's sad to say it. It's sad to say that out loud. Because you, I like. I'm sure you're like me. You can't imagine Wayno in any other uniform but a Cardinals uniform. So whenever that happens, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I've had enough." It's gonna be a sad day. If you think about it, Wayno and Molina. Molina is the last uh, member from the 2004 World Series team. That lost to Boston in four games. The last one. Wayno and Molina were both there in 06. And I believe they are the last ones from 2011 as well. I don't I know Carpenter. No, Carpenter didn't pop up till 2013, did he? 2012, 2013. Yeah, I don't know that anybody else is there from 2011. So you've got this gap that's being bridged by Wainwright and Molina, and it's, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's just kind of a weird thing to watch because you just expect Wainwright always to be there, you, just like you expect Molina always be there. I don't know. What do you think? The uh, rotation, how would you upgrade it? What would you do? What do you think about Wayno's future with this team? Let us know at Locked on STL on Twitter, at Moose Michaels on Twitter. You can also email us. And locked in STL cards at gmail.com. Before I get out of here, one last quick piece of news. The wife and I, we have bought a house. And with that house comes a dedicated studio room. And I'll be building an actual radio uh, studio uh, in our upstairs loft where I'll be recording this show and um, hopefully making it sound even better than it has. If I do say so myself. I'm getting out of here. You have a fantastic time. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe in Himalaya. 
in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Moose Michaels. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.